Thanks for joining us on History Makers. And joining me today is Sam DeWalt. He's the founder and president at the World Healing International Ministry, former administrator for Derek Prince Ministries in India. He's a great man of God, and it's great to have him with me on the radio. How are you doing, Sam? Doing great, Matt. Thank you for having me. Now, I've met you before and uh, heard you share about your passion for ministry in Israel, and I'm looking forward to unpacking that with you uh, in the uh, conversation today. But let's find out a bit about your story. Uh, Whereabouts were you born and raised? I was born and raised in uh, South India. In India, it's the state of Tamil Nadu. Uh, Born to an Anglican family, you know, raised up as Christian, third-generation Christian. But I found the Lord, and uh, from there, it's an adventure. So tell us a bit about your uh, upbringing. Did you have a, a strict religious upbringing, and did you stay following the Lord, or, or did you fall away from the Lord? Like, was there any conversion experience? Or? Well, uh, we were Anglican Christians, so we grew up in a Christian family, but not really with the relationship with Jesus. You know, that's what makes, makes the difference. So we're good Christians, but um, uh, at one point of time, as I was uh, facing a lot of crisis in the family, uh, the Lord caught hold of me and gave my life to the Lord, and as soon as I was, uh, um, as I received the Lord Jesus, the whole family came to the Lord. From then on, it's a journey, and within a short period of time, after the conversion experience, um, uh, the Lord, uh, I mean, not a conversion experience, just getting to know Jesus more, you know, and then God called me to full-time ministry um, within six months into Derek Prince ministry. Ah, oh, wonderful. Okay. So uh, many of our listeners would have heard of Derek Prince as one of the most well-known Bible teachers uh, of the last 20, 30 years. Great man of God, and uh, he uh, certainly knew how to unpack the Scriptures. Uh, how did you get connected to their ministries, and why in particular did you want to work with them? It's very interesting. You know, I was uh, my profession was travel agent, so I was delivering a ticket to the uh, director of Derek Prince Ministry in India, and at the time, the Dawes was also talking to me about um, coming into ministry. And suddenly he said, I feel like God is calling you to Derek Prince ministry. Why can't you try? You know, then I prayed and took some time and prayed. And the Lord said, yes, I want you in. Praise God, I obeyed the Lord. You know, I just uh, grew up in his teaching, Derek Prince teaching, as we all know, as a great expositor. So that's what my foundation was. So it is amazing to have a great foundation with Derek Prince teachings, you know. And tell us a bit about your ministry, World Healing International. What's the focus? World Healing International, uh, we launched it in America. Um, we have headquarters in America. We also work in Israel, across the globe. Our whole focus is proclaiming the King is coming and preparing the body for the Lord's coming and also raising up a prayer army to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, bringing a revelation of why we need to stand with Israel, why we should pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So that's the main focus of our ministry. And tell us a little bit about uh, your uh, passion for Israel. I know that you've uh, been over there speaking at many conferences and doing missions work over there. What's your main focus in Israel? Uh, Israel, actually, uh, the Lord took us to Israel in 2005 uh, after Derek Prince's ministry. So four years we lived in Israel and we were involved with the Jerusalem House of Prayer for All Nations. 
Uh, it's a prayer, prayer uh, movement there, and also we gather 200 nations every fall for all nations convocation in Jerusalem. So that was my part while I was in Jerusalem. Then God took us to America. Uh, since then, then we have been coming and going into Israel, doing a lot of healing outreaches for the final revival in Israel, helping the new immigrants, you know, for the uh, absorption of the new immigrants, and also for the Aliyah, the Jewish immigration, back to the land of Israel. So we do a lot of work with them, and our main focus is revival and helping the Jews get back and settle down there. So we go back and forth from America to Israel, and this year, in fact, uh, the Lord is moving us back to live part of the year. So we'll be six months in Israel, six months in, uh, Israel, uh, in America. So we're establishing our work in Israel this year in a full array. Now, a lot of people uh, would uh, see the secular news coverage of Israel and hear so many stories that are um, anti-Jewish and pro-Muslim, for example, pro-Arab. Uh, there's a lot of people that are confused about Israel because of the, the slant that a lot of the media spin give on Israel. Uh, right. what's, what's your view uh, as a Christian? What's, what's your view of, of Israel? You know, as a believer in Christ Jesus, as a believer in the Word of God, we have to look in the lens of the Bible. So number one, the major, major problem is that media is twisting that this land doesn't belong to the Jewish people, or this belongs to Arabs, and Jews came and, you know, just, um, and just expelled all the Arabs. That's not true. We know from the Bible that it was since the time of Abraham, this belongs to the Jewish people, and uh, always there was a remnant of the Jewish people all through the history. So uh, the whole media thing is all, I can say, demonically uh, influenced because the Bible is very clear in Psalm 102, verse 16. The Bible tells that the Lord will build Israel, then he will appear in glory. So the Lord is building Israel. So that's the reason the devil is hating and it's uh, twisting the media. See, I lived in Israel. I lived through the war of Lebanon and Israel. And I have seen in my own eyes the twisting news that the, the media brings in. So uh, the believers, I would encourage them to look into the situation through the lens of the Word of God and not through their academic knowledge or any human uh, you know, influence or media influence. That's what will set us free. Now, I know that there's been a lot of focus on praying for Israel over the years, and it's something that you know the Bible tells us, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. For those who may be thinking, you know what, I need to include that in my prayer life. I need to refocus uh, some of my time of prayer to focus on praying for the peace of Jerusalem. Well, what's, what's some examples of prayers we can specifically pray for Israel? Number one, we need to know why we should pray for the peace of Jerusalem. It's a command by God to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Why? Because there will not be true peace until Jesus comes back. So actually when you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you are praying for the coming back of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the next focus is when, uh, when the Lord Jesus himself said in Matthew twenty-three thirty-nine, he will not come back until the Jewish people say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So whenever you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you're praying for the salvation of the Jewish people. So number one, you pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Number two, you're praying for the salvation of the Jewish people. And also the Bible tells the Lord is bringing the Jewish people back to the land of Israel, Ezekiel 36, 24 to 28. So, so far God has brought almost 8 million Jews from more than 120 countries. So we also have to pray for the regathering, the immigration of the Jewish people back to the land of Israel. And also we've got to pray for the body of Christ, because this is the generation that's going to welcome Jesus the King back, according to prophecy, according to parables, and Jesus himself told in Luke 21. So we've got to pray for the, the body of Christ in Israel to rise up in the, in the power and might of God. 
and also finally I would encourage people to pray for the Ishmael community, the Arabs. There's a great promise in Isaiah 19, 23 to 25, that Egypt, Assyria, and Israel will be a praise in the midst of the earth. So we need to focus for the salvation, pray for the salvation of the Arabs as well, and for the release of one new man. Uh, not only just the uh, Jews and the Gentiles in the nation, but also Arab world. So these are some of the prayer focus that I would encourage for the people to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That is wonderful. And, uh, you know, we're hearing lots of stories of Muslims having visions of Jesus and coming to Christ all over the world. Have you got any testimonies uh, you could share on, uh, on that note? Oh, it's amazing. The Lord is moving in incredible ways, as we all know. Uh, many, many people, God is appearing to them. You know, we are in the season. We are the Joel 2.28 generation. What did Joel 2.28 say? It talks about we'll dream dreams and visions. So we are the generation. And specifically, the Lord is appearing to a lot of Muslims in the Middle East, not only in the Middle East, even in the refugee camps in, in Syria and Cyprus, in Turkey, many, many places. Even one of the refugee boats, you know, the Lord appeared to the whole boat. And all, the, all of them in the boat got saved. Wow. So the Lord is doing a tremendous job. And even one of the ISIS leaders, I hear a testimony in one of the conferences. Uh, they said an ISIS leader, uh, they were, in the conference specifically, they were praying for the ISIS people to be saved. And on the day they received information that one of the ISIS leaders was uh, almost dead and he was going into hell. And the Lord Jesus inter, inter, you know, intercepted him and gave him a second chance. And he came down, he got baptized, and he, he filled in the Holy Ghost. And he's running home, home, home meetings now in Syria. Amen? So, mm. so many things are happening, but this is a time that we need to understand the Lord is moving incredibly in the Muslim world. So exciting. And uh, I, I was actually chatting to Bob Mendelson from Jews for Jesus Australasia recently, and uh, he was saying he's hearing about lots of Muslims having visions of Jesus, but lots of Jewish people are having visions of Jesus and coming to faith as well. Have you heard of many of those stories? You know, the atmosphere has totally changed. Having been to Israel, I have lived in Israel. It's a totally new atmosphere in the land of Israel. In fact, I'm leading a team next month. They're doing healing services all over Israel. So the, 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 the thirst for God is in a, an incredible different level now. So God gives divine appointments and appointments, and he's also, I believe, is really revealing himself more through divine contact, divine appointments with the body of, with the believers in Christ Jesus. Because the Bible tells the believers will provoke them to jealousy. So that's a promise really for the Jewish people more than the Muslims or anybody. So though God is appearing to them in dreams and visions in Muslim area, God is really using the Messianic believers and the believers in Christ Jesus uh, to really open up their eyes through the love and power of Jesus Christ. Of course, God is also appearing to few people in dreams and visions as well. So it's, it's a two, it's a kind of a God is moving in different ways. You know, we cannot put him in a box. It's amazing adventure we have in this, these days, you know, <laughs> with the Lord. Well, it's wonderful to hear these testimonies. And uh, another thing I know that you're passionate about in your ministry is the power of personalized confessions. And uh, I've uh, had a look at your website, worldhealinginternational.org. Uh, there's a couple of pages there that I just think are worth printing out and uh, sticking on your fridge or, you know, reading out regularly. Well, one of them is a personalized confession for a husband and wife. And right. uh, it's a confession, you know, with a whole bunch of Bible verses in it. Tell us about your, your heart behind these confessions. You know, we grew up with uh, Derek Prince teaching, you know, his big in confession. That's where we learned 
But God began to deal with me and my wife to really put more emphasis on the whole family life, uh, including the wife, including children, including the business and ministry or job, whatever it is. So uh, this whole confession you're talking about is just for the uh, married people, husband's wife to confess. So in our walk of life, we are confessing it for over uh, 19 years now, every day. Every day we have been confessing, and we are literally seeing everything that we are confessing is coming to pass. Uh, It's kind of, uh, it's a process. It takes time, but we see the fruit of it. So this confession is really uh, surrounding our own marriage and family life and uh, everything uh, involving them. Uh, That's what the confession is about. And, you know, it's really a biblical thing. Uh, I remember when I visited Israel, I went to a Shabbat dinner mm-hmm. at a uh, local Jewish man's house with a bunch of pastors. We visited him, and he sang Proverbs 31 over his wife, mm-hmm. and uh, he declared the ironic blessing over his kids. And uh, I thought, what a powerful thing to do. Every Friday, he's right. quoting God's word over his children. And uh, there's power when we proclaim God's word. Is that, uh, you know, that's just following on in this tradition, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Because everything happened in the world, is, uh, even the creation took place because of the power of the Holy Spirit and the word of God. So when the word and power goes, it does its work and come back, and it won't come back wide, you know. So I encourage our parents to uh, bless uh, your wife, and I mean, parents to bless their children. And also husbands to bless the wife every day. The ironic blessing you can see number six. So I do it every day over my wife wherever I'm in the world. Even today I did it over my wife this morning. Oh, we fantastic! We confessed over the phone all the confessions, and we we blessed each other. And if people want to download those, they're at the website worldhealinginternational.org. Uh, you can find them there. Now, mate, before we go, I always like to ask our guests if. They want to share the gospel, you know. There might be people listening that have never heard the good news. So what is the gospel, and how do people respond to it? Amen. You know, it's the good news of the kingdom of God. It is what Jesus Christ is and what he done for us. Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He came to die for our sins because we, can, we cannot go up to the level of uh, God and the standard of God. So he came to die for us. So he took all of our sins. So when we believe in Jesus and we, we trust that Jesus Christ died for us on the cross and he took all of our sins away, we believe in him and we receive him in our hearts, we welcome him and we surrender our life to him. So once you surrender your life to Jesus, then he takes over. Then what happens is that that's the real thing begins. Then whatever you, Jesus did for you, you, you are redeemed from sins by the Jesus Christ. You are redeemed from curses. You are redeemed from poverty. You are redeemed from sickness. You are redeemed from everything. Now a new journey begins. So it's a, it's, this is a time you need to understand that you can overcome everything in the earth, whatever you face, through the name of Jesus and name above every name. So you believe in Jesus, you receive in Jesus, and you, 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 you enjoy the benefits of the redemption of Jesus, redemption through the blood of Jesus Christ, and you go and do the same thing, what you tell the others what you did, what Jesus did for you. That is real gospel. So who is hearing this more this if, the afternoon or evening, whenever you're hearing this, I encourage you, if you do not have received Jesus Christ in your heart, this is the time. And we never know, if you believe in Jesus Christ, your sins will be, uh, your sins will be forgiven and you'll be redeemed from everything and you'll be guaranteed eternal life and you'll go out in power. So if you want to pray with me, this prayer real quick, pray with me. Uh, Father God, forgive all my sins. I repent of my sins. I forgive, O God, all that I have done knowingly or unknowingly.
And Jesus, come into my heart. I surrender my life to you. And take over, Lord God, and use it for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Sam Dewald, it's been wonderful to catch up with you again. And uh, once again, if people want to find out more, your website is worldhealinginternational.org. Thanks for your time, Pastor Sam. God bless. Thank you so much, Pastor Matt. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor.